Are you ready to become a VIP? Do you have a cell phone that you can text on? Then consider this an exclusive invitation. As a VIP, you will receive special secret offers via text. These items are usually free and they are always must-have craft supplies from beloved brands. Send us a text and become a VIP at scrapbook.com. Welcome to the Life Handmade Podcast with Scrapbook.com. This is the show for paper crafters, and I'm your host, Stephanie Foster. Before we get started today, we want to share a review of the podcast left by Anne Smart. And Anne says, listening to a podcast while crafting is how I spend my free time. Life Handmade by Scrapbook.com is my favorite. The guests they interview are so inspiring. I always learn something new or am reminded of a technique that I want to revisit. So thank you, Anne, for taking the time to leave that review. And if you would like to be featured in an upcoming episode, please leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts. A link can be found in the show notes. And today we are excited because we are joined by Scrapbook.com colleague Melissa Hopkins. Again, Melissa has been paper crafting for over 20 years and has been featured on both our die cutting and our foiling episodes. So if you haven't listened to those yet, you're going to want to go back and do so. She just is a wealth of information and we are grateful for you to join us again, Melissa. Thank you. Oh, thanks for having me back. That was such a nice review, too. And I hope that I can inspire the same kind of exciting review with a discussion about adhesives today. I think you will, because as we've kind of been prepping for this, it's just been good to to really remember all of the things that we um, that we have and can utilize as a crafter when it comes to adhesive. So we're going to dig into that today on that topic, and it's really the supply that every paper crafter needs and uses, right? Whether you're a scrapbooker or a card maker, whatever you're doing, you've got to have adhesive to put it all together. You do, and it's not as fun or as pretty as pattern paper or new dies or new stamps, but you couldn't make a card or a scrapbook page or put something in your planner without adhesive. That's right. So we're just going to dig in. We're going to kind of talk about the different types of adhesives, when you would want to use them. I think you're going to really learn a lot from Melissa today. So we're excited about this. So let's get started, Melissa. Let's talk about the different types of adhesives to start. Great. There's really just two main categories of adhesive. You have wet adhesives, which are your liquid glues, your pastes, your glue sticks even, and your dry adhesives, which are things like a roller adhesive, clear double-sided adhesive rolls and sheets, foam adhesives, photo squares, mounting tape, sticky squares, glue dots, and even photo corners are really considered um, a dry adhesive. Somewhere in the middle of those are spray adhesives, which are liquid, but they act like they're dry because they usually don't have water. They have a solvent. So if they get used on paper, they don't act like a wet adhesive, but they don't really act like a dry adhesive either. They aren't that common for paper crafting, or at least not as common as other adhesives, but you can find spray adhesives that work nicely if you have patience and a well-ventilated craft space. But I think that most of us think about glue and then dry adhesives when we're mm-hmm. doing paper crafting. So let's let's start with glue because okay. we all we all need it. We all have it. There's always going to be something that you need to adhere that a dry adhesive just 
isn't going to work for either because it's super tiny or because you just you need it to be a wet adhesive. And we'll talk about in a minute why you might need a wet adhesive instead of a dry. So the things to remember about wet adhesives is that the wetter that the glue is, the more chance there is for it to wrinkle a porous paper. And that a really thin glue probably has a much higher water content than a thicker paste. So if you're using glue on paper, so let's say you get some cardstock or some pattern paper and you use a liquid glue, if you use a giant big glob of glue, you're probably going to get that cardstock or paper to wrinkle just a little bit. You're not mm -hmm. going to have the best outcome. So you want to use just a tiny bit of a liquid adhesive on the back of paper that's not that's porous. So that would be really any kind of paper that doesn't have a coating. Um, all of your cardstock, almost all of your pattern paper is going to fall into that category. So when you use a glue, you just want to use a tiny amount. So liquid glue is also really great for non-porous uh, papers and embellishments and things like acetate sheets or transparency sheets. So the liquid glue will just kind of get on there and stick where sometimes like a dry adhesive won't. So an example of that would be an embellishment that has a lot of texture like a paper flower is a really good example mm. of when you might really want to use liquid glue. So if you tried to use dry adhesive on the back of that. You'd have to find all the places where that flower might touch your paper. Right. And that's hard to do. So if you put liquid glue on the back, the liquid glue will move just a little bit after you've put the flower down onto your craft project or your paper, and it will kind of make its own like adhesive spot and, and it'll stay wherever you put it. That's great. And there's different types too of the liquid glue. What do you, what kinds do you prefer and what are maybe the differences in the ones that you like to use? So I have three that um, I would consider my favorites, and they're all sitting right here on my table. Um, I've used the Tombow Mono Multi Glue, which is a mouthful, but it's a great glue. I have used that for such a long time. What do it's, you like about it? I like the applicator. I like that it's just a regular white glue, and you just need a teeny tiny bit of it mm -hmm. to get paper and embellishments to stick. And that's really the same for all three of my favorites. Okay. Another favorite is the Nuvo Deluxe Adhesive. Um, it also has a pretty gem on the top of the bottle. It's beautiful, so it kind of yes. like it's a pretty bottle. Um, that one, to me, those are two are really, really similar. And again, you just need a teeny amount. They're great paper crafting glues. My third favorite is the scrapbook.com smart glue, which has all the same properties of those other two. But when we formulated that one, we wanted it to work with reactive foil. Because I'm kind of like, if you listen to the foil yes. podcast, you know I love my foil. Yes. And we made a glue that would work with reactive foil. So anywhere that you would use glue, you could use your foil too. I've never tried the other two with the reactive foil now that I think about it. But I know that that's one way that, that the uh, smart glue does work. So those are my three favorites. Tombow has been, <laughs> it's been around a long time. I bet 
anyone who was paper crafting 15 years ago remembers that one. It's still around. It's still a good glue. And uh, the other two are, you know, kind of right on par with that one. Okay. So going into then our dry adhesives, we've got a lot in that area to talk about. Yes. Many, many dry adhesives and a lot of different ways to use them. I'm just going to kind of go through some of my favorites. Um, Roller adhesives have been around a long time and they are the quickest way to get just a little bit of a dry adhesive on the back of something. Um, Some of them, well, actually, I want to talk about one little point about dry adhesives. As we kind of talk about it, we'll discuss whether or not some of these dry adhesives are permanent, repositionable, or temporary. So most wet adhesives are not permanent. They're kind of repositionable. Most are not temporary. They're just designed to glue something down. But dry adhesives have different properties. It just depends on what chemicals they're made with. So dry adhesives can be permanent, they can be repositionable, and they can be temporary, or they can be a combo. So an adhesive can be permanent and repositionable, or it can be temporary and repositionable. So even though you see something says it's repositionable, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's not going to become permanent. So a dry adhesive can go down, be temporary, and then eventually become a permanent adhesive. So good thing to keep in mind if you're craft like me and you like to move things around after you've already put them down. Right. It allows you to kind of get it perfect. If you put it down, you're like, I don't like it. You've still got options. Absolutely. That's my criteria for a good adhesive. If I put it down, am I I committing? not a commitment person. So (laughs) I want to be able to put it down and change my mind. So a lot of the uh, dry adhesives let you do that. You have to really test them for yourself and find, like, is this repositionable enough for me? Even some that say they're not repositionable might be repositionable in some applications. So you, like, experimentation. Keep all your scraps. If you want to see if a adhesive is repositionable, try it out on a scrap and find out. So back to the roller adhesives. You have a lot of roller adhesive choices. There are refillable ones, which are nice. You have ones that are permanent. Most of those seem to be repositionable. Some are stickier than others. When you find a roller adhesive that you like, stick with it. Get it? Yes. Stick with it. Stick. I got it. I got it. (laughs) But I do love the roller adhesive. That's my go-to quick one when I'm doing... My memory planners are putting on the back Mm -hmm. of photos. It's just a quick, easy, it's right there. Absolutely. Um, No mess. Love it. Yes. And then clear double-sided adhesives are real similar to a roller adhesive. You can buy giant rolls of them, tiny rolls of them, giant sheets, tiny sheets. It's all the same kind of adhesive, but the different types are better for different applications. So if you're using teeny strips of eighth inch double-sided adhesive, maybe you're doing something completely different with it than if you buy a giant sheet and put it on the back of a sheet of paper and run it through your die cutting machine. What makes these versatile is that you can, they're double-sided, so it's sticky on both sides, but one side of it will have a, a backing. So you can put it on the back of a sheet of paper and cut a few words or letters or a few small things out of that paper with your die cutting machine or freehand. And then just put your 
adhesive back paper aside and use it later for another project. It's not glue, so it's not going to dry in a short period of time. It'll be sticky as long as you've left the backing on. So that's oh. kind of a nice thing. I have a little box of scraps of adhesive back paper that I keep. You know, if I need to get a tiny shape or a letter or two out of a certain color, I've already, I've got stuff that's already got adhesive on the back. It's ready so to be a sticker. Giant rolls and giant sheets, six inch wide rolls of double-sided adhesive are perfect if you have a six inch wide die cutting machine. Just put on the back of your six by eight paper, cut off the adhesive and then run that through and then keep all your scraps that have the adhesive together then you know, okay, I need something that has adhesive on the back. Just makes grab it, it right so out of there. Makes it so easy. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, and it makes it so easy to adhere to a page where sometimes the liquid glue, maybe if you're if you're die cutting something intricately, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to kind of come out from that. But the adhesive roll, if you use it on there, it's yes. just a perfect sticker. Yeah. And uh, let's see, next, uh, photo squares, mounting tape, and things that are Um, They've been around a long time. Those are one of the first things that I used to do paper crafting were photo squares, just the little squares of adhesive. I've found that they are a little more forgiving than clear double-sided adhesives and definitely more forgiving than glue because I've come back much later and like gently peeled things off of of a photo square Um, But they are a dry adhesive, and you just need a couple of squares on the back of a photo or to mat things, um, mat a photo with cardstock or on your card projects. So those are good to have around. Um, One of my favorite, I guess my all-time favorite adhesives is a a roller that dispenses photo squares. It's called the Herma Vario, I think is Mm -hmm. the name of it. And that is my, like... I guess all-time go-to for scrapbooking, for putting adhesive on the backs of photos, for matting photos and stuff. So that's still around. You can still get refills for that, which I think is awesome because it's a great adhesive. Oh, yeah. That's my favorite as well for pictures, for adhering photos. Definitely the photo squares. Um, And then and we'll probably get into this. I was going to ask about like for kind of those older photos that you don't want to put the photo squares on, you don't want to really, right. you know, um, oh, yeah. ruin them at all. What would you recommend for those to adhere those to a page? Right. So if you have older photos that were printed on really porous paper, because a lot of old, older photos weren't printed on a photo, on a pa- piece of paper that has like a coating. So we're talking about photos from the 50s mm-hmm. and 60s. Um, be really careful using really any adhesive on the back because the paper is not in as good a shape as it used to be. And even a dry adhesive can cause some damage to the back of your photo. Definitely don't want to use liquid glue on those. Mm-hmm. Um, so photo corners are my recommendation for that. Or a photo square or two if you want to adhere it without a photo corner. Um, but you have to be really careful with those older photos because we, you just don't, especially if you have no way to reproduce it, you don't want to do damage while you're scrapbooking or making a traveler's notebook page or doing a nice paper craft with your photo. You want to make sure you preserve your photo as best as you can. So definitely that's where photo corners come in as a dry adhesive, just to put that photo down without damaging it. Cause it'll just tuck right into the corners and no adhesive touches your photo. 
That's a great, great option. And I mean, I, we haven't even said the word, but of course we want all of these to be acid-free when we're working right. with photos Absolutely. and on our layouts. We know the albums yes. that are not acid-free, what they look like years later. And right. so all acid of these Acid-free and archival. Absolutely. Yep. I would do that with cards too, especially like, you know, anything that I was going to make and keep for myself. Keepsake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just in any paper craft, if you, the more archival, the, the products that you use, the longer it will last. And if you're using, you know, if you use rubber cement for something, then six years later, that might, rubber cement might be dust, but if you use a good archival adhesive, then it might all hold together. Rubber cement just brought back like elementary school days right? completely. Yes, flooding hey, my I, And I memories. said paste earlier, and I was like, paste. paste Do we is use it? Yeah. paste? Yeah, well, and we did when we were young. We did so. for our arts and craft projects back That's then. That's right. But yeah, we've grown up a little bit from mm-hmm. that. Just a little. Uh, so back to dry adhesives. What mm-hmm. are some other options we have? So one more good option that I really enjoy using for specific things is a sticky square or a glue dot. So these are little like dots of of pliable adhesive. They're not the stickiest, stickiest thing. Like you can remove them usually. Some of actually are removable and repositionable. They're really good for getting something that's big and chunky or heavy. So one of the crafts that I like to do is I like to make shadow boxes with memorabilia from trips. So if we went to Disneyland, I would collect all the, the ephemera from the trip receipts and pins and buttons and pencils and candy containers and just all these like things and get a nice shadow box. It looks like a scrapbook page because I, I like a 12 by 12 size. Uh-huh. <laughs> conditioned, I think, and glue these items down, but they won't glue well with a regular liquid glue because they're sometimes metal or they're plastic. A little heavier. Right. But they work really well when you use a sticky square or a glue dot because you get a good grip and they hold, they can go into little crevices. They can hold completely non-porous items like metal and plastic so carrying that over to other paper crafts, that works really, really well when you're adhering embellishments like buttons or um, uh, little plastic doodads or even wood. There's a lot of wood embellishments now. They work really well with the glue dots just because of the properties of the the sticky squares and the glue dots. They're just like a a gooey glue that sticks. And then later, if you need to remove it, they're surprisingly easy to remove, especially if you use undo. Yes, our adhesive remover. Yes, that is, that has become, (laughs) I'm trying to think when I first got undo. It has been a long time, but it's great, not just as a paper crafter, but in your household for removing adhesive, um, from things. So if you're crafting, let's say you're working on your planner and you put down a sticker and you're like me and you say, oh, I don't want to put that there. That's not where I want. I want to move it. Well, if you start to peel it up, you can damage the sticker or you can damage the paper Mm -hmm. and then maybe you're not able to use a sticker again. But if you use something like undo, undo is the only one that I've personally used, but you can use that. What it does is it has some kind of chemical in it, and I don't know what it is. It's magical. <laughs> and it's magic, 
and it, it releases the bond of the adhesive from the paper. And it's a temporary release. So you take, the, you use the undo, you saturate the sticker or the paper or both. You peel the sticker up gently. And then when the, the undo evaporates, the sticker is still sticky, which is like, it's amazing. Me, it is magic. Yes. Um, so as a paper crafter who I have a sticker, like that's my thing when it, well, one of my things, I have many things, but that's one of my many things is stickers. And sometimes I have one that I really want to use, but I'm also like very, again, commitment. I don't <laughs> want to put it like if I put it in the wrong spot, I want to be able to move it. And that undo is just perfect for Every that. crafter needs that, it right? Is. We all and, make some mistakes. And every household. I will tell a story about my children because they're not going to listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have two children and a, a stepchild. And all three of them at some point have in the high school parking lot had a giant sticker placed on their car for parking <laughs> in the wrong place. And when I say giant, it's an eight and a half by 11, very sticky, and it's a cheap paper sticker. So when they tried to peel it off, it came off in a hundred pieces. And of course that, that meant they had to tell mom and That's fess right. up to their, <laughs> to their crime. It's probably why they put that type of sticker on. So the That's parents right. find out, right? Because they know mom has to help them get <laughs> that off. But the undo is absolutely amazing for that. And it has saved many a car window. <laughs> that is true. And also yes. like price tags on, price on tags. items that you buy that you can't get off and you peel it and like just a little mm -hmm. part comes off. So many different uses for the yeah, adhesive so remover. Many. And as a paper crafter, it also comes in handy too, just for when you change your mind. But it is really for the dry adhesives and it's not for a glue. It just, it glue, when a glue dries, something different happens than when a dry adhesive turns, you know, adheres two things together. It really just doesn't change state. Yeah. And so once a glue dries, you you're kind of you're kind of you're kind of stuck. What about the double-sided adhesive? I know how like that's pretty permanent when you put it down, but will they mm -hmm. um, undo work with that? Yes. Okay. You have to be very gentle, especially if you've already stuck. So here's a good way to use the undo with a double-sided adhesive. If you have put the adhesive on a back of a sheet of paper and maybe it bubbled, right? So you still have the backing on it. You can gently get the paper off the backing. If you've already used the double-sided adhesive to stick something down, now you're talking about two different things that it's adhered to. It's a little bit trickier. Now, if you want to remove it and never use it again, perfect. You scrape it right off after you've saturated your um, stuck down paper mm -hmm. with the undo. But if you, yeah, if you can damage it, scrape it off, you're good. If you want to try to use it again, it's going to be tricky. You okay. might be able to do it. So just be, be more, I'm not sure the word, just be careful when you're sticking down with double-sided adhesive because you may not be able to change your mind. It's one of those more permanent ones, right? It is, definitely. So we've, we've had some questions asked um, online of what kind of adhesive works well with both different glitter papers and then maybe vellum. So what I know you've been experimenting with different types. Yes. What do you find works the best? So 
the things to remember, well, let's start with vellum because it's really easy to explain how to use adhesive with vellum. The thing about vellum, if you want to adhere it and you don't want to use a brad or sew it down or something, whatever you do to vellum, you have to do to the whole piece of vellum. Otherwise, you're going to see what you do. So if you use a photo square, you're going to see a white box here and a white box there, and it won't be very pretty unless you hide, you know, if you can be real, you know, clever about it and hide it under other things. But the best solution for that is to use a clear double-sided adhesive on the entire back of the piece of vellum that you're adhering and just mm -hmm. stick the whole thing down because then you won't see a difference between where it's adhered right. and where it's not adhered because the whole thing is adhered. If you want it to be loose on your page, then you have to be a little more creative and use a brad or stitch the edge or, you know, tuck glue under something else. Um, but could you do a spray adhesive for that maybe? You could. Yeah, I think that might be a good way to use a spray adhesive. I... You spray adhesives when I quilt to hold my pieces of my quilt together. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's just so messy. And then I think, oh, use it in a scrapbook or on a planner. I, it's to too me, much. It, yeah, it's a lot. Um, it's a lot of extra glue floating around. That's I'm true. not, yeah, I'm kind of a messy crafter anyway. And that just goes <laughs> <laughs> beyond. But glitter papers, foil papers, other. Um, paper that is textured or non-porous like that, test out all your adhesives. So I found that a liquid glue works really well with a glitter paper. Um, things like uh, lightweight foil papers might not work as well with liquid glue because they might warp a little mm -hmm. bit when you put a liquid glue under them. So it's really not a one size fits all. Just think about like, is it really lightweight paper that I'm gluing down? Is it heavyweight paper that I'm gluing down? And think in terms of how, like, what do I need the glue to do? Is it is it going to get inside? Like if you're using glitter paper, it's really, really textured. Mm -hmm. So you want the liquid glue to go in and like kind of get in between the little pieces of glitter. But if it's a really smooth foil paper, you can probably use a dry adhesive on that. And then it won't wrinkle or do anything. And then it will stay adhered, even though it's a really smooth surface. Okay. Another question that was asked was, can double-sided adhesive sheets be used in both like electronic die-cutting machines or heat laminators? I know we talked about that as an option, but anything to keep in mind yeah. if people are using them for those purposes? Yeah. So the electronic die-cutting machine, it's a sort of. It's not exactly a yes. There's some some hurdles to making it work. Um Sticker paper is a really good solution because the back of the paper will stick to your uh, electronic cutting machine's mat. So the with a regular double-sided adhesive, the backing of most double-sided adhesives is a really slick piece of paper, and it wants to slide around on your cutting machine. And even if you go around the edges and you leave the edges of your paper so the edges are stuck down, as soon as it starts cutting inside of the area where you have the double-sided adhesive on the back of your paper, that paper will move. And it's 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 just tricky. Like you can make it work if it's a tiny sh or a 
tiny cut or or even just a really big cut. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's harder to do that with the with like a cricket or a silhouette with okay. that kind of machine. Um, I recommend using a sticker paper or just cutting your uh, your cut and using regular glue to glue those down. Okay. Okay. Good to know. And then um, heat laminator. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But <laughs> when you use a dry adhesive, no problem. When you use a wet adhesive like a glue, if you've glued something down and then want to run that through your mink or your laminator, let that glue dry first. Unless you are like really just using a little wisp of glue because uh-huh. that laminator is going to, and this goes for a die cutting machine too, it uses pressure. And as it you run that, that item through the laminator or a, a manual regular die cutting machine, that pressure is going to push down on a liquid and it's going to make it splatter and squish out. And then you'll just have a giant mess inside <laughs> of your laminating folder. So I totally recommend dry adhesive for that or okay. wet adhesive that is completely dry. Because even if it's if, like if you touch it and you're like, oh, it seems dry, push down, make sure it's really dry. Otherwise, it will squeeze out, spread out. and not be probably the result that you wanted. Absolutely. Okay. So let's talk kind of different projects. What's your favorite go-to? We talked a little bit about photos. I think we both love the photo squares. I love Mm -hmm. the roller adhesive. What about when you are doing your planner? What do you kind of grab to adhere your things? So I, this, people find this surprising, but I like liquid glue. Really? Because I do. I like those three glues that I said earlier because okay. I really like that I can glue the paper to paper and nudge it around a little if I need to. So if because it doesn't dry immediately, if I put something down the wrong spot, I can usually move it as long as I notice it right away. But I really use it sparingly, like little teeny dots of glue and I swipe them. I keep a blending tool handy. So if I over glue it, I can just swipe it onto there and then use the blending tool to put the glue oh, on the back of something else. Um, yeah. And Another thing that I've noticed when I use glue and I put it in the wrong spot or change my mind, that's really what's happening. <laughs> I changed my mind. When you remove it, if you let the glue dry, you can usually just kind of rub your finger over it and it'll ball up and you can just get it right off of your paper. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Most planners are made with really heavy paper stock, a really good smooth paper that's good for writing on. And it's really easy to get that glue. If you just use a little, now if you go crazy and you use tons of glue, then it's going to be a little harder to get that up. And it'll but, kind of warp a little bit, wouldn't it, if you did too much of that glue? Right. So you yeah, just That's why sparingly. I just use a little bit. Yeah, but an, a trick, if you get, if you warp your paper in your planner and you use a planner that where the pages are removable, either a ring binder planner or um, one of the disc planners, just take your paper out and run it through a die-cutting machine in a sandwich without a die, don't cut mm. it, or run it through your mink, and it will flatten it all out. Really? Mm-hmm. I did not think of that. That's good, yeah. Melissa. Love it. Thanks. So many tips. Um, okay, so if you have a very intricate die that you're wanting to adhere, maybe to your planner or to a card, mm-hmm. what are you going to grab for adhesive? I'm probably going to go back to that glue. Are you? Um, let me... Let me preface that with, I do like to use clear double-sided adhesive on paper 
through my die cutting machine when I can. I've worked mm-hmm. on the best sandwiches to use with my die cutting machine. And that's kind of tricky when you put a big layer of adhesive with paper on the back through your die cutting machine. You kind of have to fiddle with it, maybe shim to get it to work. But if it's a, that, that would be for like a big, like for a rectangle or like a nested shape or big letters or something that's big and chunky. You mm-hmm. can put adhesive on the back and it will probably come out okay. For me, when I put that adhesive on the back of something that's really tiny and intricate, I'm a little bit, not a dainty girl. <laughs> and I tend to like, they stick to my hands and then they just all come apart. So I end up cutting it again with no adhesive on the back and just using those little dots of glue to put things down. For me, it's just like, it's too, almost too fragile to use that on the back. Now I have seen people on YouTube do a much better job with that than me. They'll put the adhesive on the back, run it through their machine, pick it up, put it down their card. And I think, wow, how'd you do that? So it's kind of like, are you, you know, what are you most comfortable using um, how, you know, what's your dye like and what are you doing with this project? So, well, I've even taken like the eighth inch, which I love that tiny little mm-hmm. measurement, the eighth inch, um, double adhesive. And I just, I don't even put it through the die cut machine, but I'll just kind of cut off just tiny little pieces and, and randomly yeah. put it around whatever I need to adhere because it just fits perfectly yeah. like little letters or yeah. different things like that. And just a little bit goes a long way because it's so sticky. Oh, that's perfect too. That way you don't have to put the adhesive through Mm -hmm. the machine. You can get it out of the die, figure out where you're going to put the piece that you cut, and then just put the adhesive in in little spots here and there. Yeah, a couple areas. Um, Any other projects you can think of that like the foil? We talked a little bit about that on the foiling, but maybe give just a real quick recap of why it's so great with the foil. Right. There are so many different kinds of adhesive that will work with both the heat reactive and the non-reactive foils. Uh, The um, double-sided adhesive is one of those that's just perfect. So if you just want to put some cute stripes in foil on a project, you can just lay down the strips of adhesive, put your foil on top of it, burnish it, or, or use a brayer on top to like really get the foil to stick to the adhesive and then peel it back and you've got gorgeous foil without a without a foil machine a mink or or any like of the heat the transfer medium so that's kind of a nice like extra cool thing that adhesives do that isn't just gluing two things together it's using adhesive as a medium for something else yeah that's really fun you know what I realized we forgot to talk about what is that foam adhesive oh yes we love our foam adhesive that is one of my favorite things I love dimension I love to take something that's flat um, and make it just like bring it bring it out and make it look you know more interesting So there's all kinds of different foam adhesives. You can buy giant sheets of foam. You can buy rolls of foam. You can buy little circles and squares of foam. And really, they all do the same thing. And they just lift your paper up from whatever is behind it. Yeah, Yeah, they make it pop. straight off the page. And some of them are very, like, you can bend them into curves. So you don't have to just have a straight line. You can buy a sheet and cut it into a circle. Like, it's very easy to cut 
It's very easy to use, and I find it pretty forgivable. So when I have the foam adhesive on the back of something and change my mind, it <laughs> if I do that a lot, <laughs> it really is easier to take that up than some of the other dry adhesives. And it does fall into that dry adhesive category, and there's so many different widths and you know, shapes, and but it's just as cuttable as anything else. And you can actually take the piece of foam take all the backing off and cut it too. And you could just use that and put foil on top of foam. It's, you know, it's much more versatile than we think. We always think, oh, it's just going to pop it up. But with so many different sizes and, and shapes and the cutability of it, it's just, it's just endless, a fun adhesive. Endless yeah, possibilities for Experiment. sure. Experiment. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's the best part of this is just playing with your, with your, with your supplies. Yeah. Well, any other tips that you have for us before we end today's episode? Sure. Just a couple of like quick tips just in general about adhesives. So thinner paper is probably going to do better with a dry adhesive than a wet adhesive because there's no moisture. And the thinner a paper is, the more likely that moisture from a liquid adhesive will uh, wrinkle the paper, um, even if it's just a little bit. And even some papers that are not, uh, they're not necessarily thin, might warp a little bit when you put a liquid on it mm -hmm. because like a foil paper where one side has a treatment and the other side of the paper doesn't. Sometimes when you use liquid adhesive with those, one side acts different than the other and the paper bows or bends right. or curves. Sometimes if you let the wait till the adhesive is completely dry, it will go back. I've seen that happen um, where it just acts weird when it's wet and then it dries out and it's fine. Mm -hmm. So the other tip is papers with textures like glitter, pearl finish, non-porous papers like foil or coated in vellums and acetate can make it really hard to find the right adhesive. So try your adhesives out on scraps before you use them on something special. You can see how sticky your dry adhesives are with that material how fast the liquid dries on that material, and even whether or not you like how your finished project might look if you use that adhesive with that paper. So smart. If we just kind of experiment ahead of time, then we save ourselves from making a big mistake. Well, talk really quickly before we end. You, mm -hmm. you did kind of an experiment page with different types of adhesives. Talk about that just a little bit, because I think that's fun and people could try that at home. Yeah, so what I did was I got a piece of glitter cardstock, and it's, I don't know what brand this is. I'm sorry. I have a lot of scraps. I pulled <laughs> this out of my scrap bin. It's a really nice gold fine glitter cardstock, and I just found little bits of cardstock, of thin pattern paper, of vellum, of foil paper. And I just glued little, like they're about a half an inch by a half an inch. Just glued the squares down with all different adhesives. I used clear double-sided. I used a sticky square. I used liquid glue. I used foam because I wanted to see what stuck the best to this glitter paper. And I found that the most removable was surprisingly the double-sided adhesive, which that was not what I was expecting. I thought that would stick the most, but the stickiest thing was the smart glue. Oh, really? So the smart glue had the best, like once that smart glue dried, that's not coming off without doing damage. The sticky square, I can peel 
um, the papers, all of them, off of the glitter paper without damaging either paper. Same for the double-sided adhesive and then same for the foam. So that is just how I learn is just, and I, this is not like huge pieces of paper. These are tiny scraps that I had cut. Um, I think I love you <laughs> yeah. uh, out of this paper with dyes and then tossed it into a drawer where I keep scraps and then just did this with different glues just to see and waited a couple hours to see how they dried and some are definitely better than others. So if I'm working on a project, if I was going to make 50 Christmas cards or a really important um, scrapbook page, or if I was going to go into a traveler's notebook that I'd never used that mm -hmm. brand before, I would kind of find a little spot and glue some things with different adhesives and different kind of glues using different, like I'd find a little piece of ephemera that I didn't really think I would use and just glue it and see how does this adhere. And then I would know, okay, this brand needs this kind of adhesive or it sticks better this way. So it's just all about experimenting. And we know you have scrap paper. <laughs> exactly. I think it's and such a great know. idea. It's it like is. the best science experiment ever. And I'm kind of sad my kids are too old now because I would have put them on that for their science experiment project. <laughs> let's yeah, let's practice different adhesives. And if you're one. like, one of the things that I do is I have a notebook of kind of like when I come up with a good idea or I do something that I really like, I write down what I used, what paper, what adhesive. If it was in my die cutting machine, I write down the sandwich because so <laughs> I never remember those. And so if you do something like this with a paper that you maybe bought a big giant pack of or a new brand that you bought that you like, and you test out the adhesives, you can put those in your notebook, write them down like this adhesive worked or this adhesive didn't work. And then you'll remember. And then the next time you pull out this glitter paper um, and you try to put adhesive on it, you'll say, oh, let me check my notebook. And it's like, oh, use glue. We worked with that. So the more you experiment and keep track of it, I mean, we're documenters, right? So right. document stuff like this, and then you'll just have an easier time next time you craft. This is like your crafting recipe book, right? Like your kind recipe of, yeah. for all of the things that worked. I love yes. that idea. It started off as a die cutting sandwich recipe book because <laughs> I have a couple of die cutting machines. And I can't keep track of what needs a shim and what, right. you know, especially um, using the magic mat, just like which plate do I use with this one? And, you know, so it's, it's fun and, and I'm not young, so it's a nice way to keep track of stuff where I can't remember what I did <laughs> yesterday. So that's, I need um, that. Yeah. And it's fun too, because you can just play and put the things into your like crafting notebook and you don't have to make a project. You could just figure out how to make vellum and adhesive work. That is awesome. I almost feel like we need an Ask Melissa column or something <laughs> um, because some of these questions come in and then you really do. You dig in to try to find the best answers. I enjoy experimenting. Yeah. You're good at it. So we can Thanks. tell our listeners maybe if they want to post anything on Facebook to our page or ask Melissa something, she's on it. So Sounds like fun. That does sound like fun. Well, Melissa, thank you again. I mean, you take a topic like adhesives and I learned a lot today. I love Great. your tips and I'm going to be using those. And I just appreciate you joining us again today. Thanks for having me. 
If you'd like to know more about any of the adhesive items that we discussed today, you can visit our show notes at scrapbook.com slash podcast, where you can find the links to all of those products, as well as a link to an article that goes into detail about all of the adhesives that we discussed. Scrapbook.com carries over 40,000 unique items and is the number one online store for paper crafters. When you shop at scrapbook.com, you'll enjoy award-winning customer service, great prices, a huge selection of products, and super fast shipping. You'll also benefit from nearly 200,000 real product reviews from crafters like you. You'll find endless inspiration and meaningful connection in the scrapbook.com forum and gallery, and you can even take free online classes too. Be sure to subscribe to the Life Handmade podcast in your favorite app and enjoy our other episodes. Happiness is Life Handmade. I drive doodles of eccentric faces in the margin spaces of important.